Welcome to Rassle Boys. Hey, everybody. We're here at Rassle Boys. Wait, hold on. Do we? Latino. God damn it. God, God. <laughs> the music guy was late. And he's fucking... playing the wrong theme. Yeah. God damn it. Ah, fucking. Uh... Ah. Ah, I can't believe that happened. That won't be relevant later. Uh, <laughs> I know. What a random turn of events that our sound guy, who totally is an alley, just fucked up. And played Eddie Guerrero's theme. <laughs> Completely late after the intro started. Yeah. <laughs> Rassle Boys. That's so weird. Get the gug, the nug. My generation. Forget the forget the forget the lulls, the dergs, or the oh damn it. The moms, the mons ah fuck it. Okay, so uh, he's Allie, as always. Yes. We got Roxanne again. Yeah, he came back. We, 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 we drove six miles out of the county. We dropped him off, and he came back this morning. So, uh, that, so much for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you forget, you, you forget the wrestling law. You forgot the wrestling law. Uh, 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 the thing when it comes to wrestling, you don't ever d at just take someone out of the building expect them not to come back yeah we we took rock Tan to a local metal <laughs> medical facility and he he came back we threw him out of the fucking we threw him out of the fucking <laughs> studio and then he just walked up behind us like fucking barney <laughs> <laughs> all right so we week are 16 week 16 raw week before the, backlash week before backlash we will see you at backlash of course uh so ow that's 16th. my face ow. You're supposed to slap your titty. I forgot. <laughs> Why did you slap your own face? Because it was the closest thing. <laughs> okay. And by that, I mean on your, the closest thing to your titty, your head. So I think they're back in Texas this week. We are here at the yep. Texas A&M University. I don't know where the hell that is, but fuck it. It's in Texas, so yes. that's all I need to know. One right thing away. I noticed about the matchup screen is Triple H isn't even in his gear. He's just wearing jeans and, like, no shirt with the title belt. I thought that was his gear. No, it's just jeans. Right away, I uh, saw a couple of signs that, uh, like, that I like. Uh, uh, just that, um, I guess I'd like to, or at least want to comment on where one said, where's the rock sign? I'm like, he's on SmackDown, you dumbass. I well, missed the memo. Out. As it turns out, he wasn't even on SmackDown this week. True. <laughs> and then the WWF draft sucks. And my response is, no, Rick's draft picks suck. Rick's draft Rick was just terrible. sucks at drafting. <laughs> That's the His thing. His draft was terrible. <clears throat> it literally, I want to just go into that briefly and just say that it honestly seems like Rick's picks. <laughs> Rick's picks. That's right. Rick's picks. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's like he literally was more determined to to one up McMahon than actually make smart picks. He picked people he hated instead of people that like would have actually been good choices. Yeah, yeah. It's literally so, uh, like the most basic bitch booking you can get. Of like, I'm gonna draft all these superstars that are hor with horribly broken bodies and alcohol problems. And I mean, I have said before that just like me, it doesn't really seem like the, the something we mentioned before is that 
it seems like almost like the idea was to have Rick pick like you think maybe Vince McMahon would or just it's like it's like almost like Vince wrote it so that that to intentionally sabotage Rick somehow here my thought is maybe I mean as far as I know the relationship with Rick and Vince is actually fairly good and in fact um Rick really actually uh has a fondness for Vince because Vince bailed him out several times well ultimately the thing is that Rick Flair is a WCW guy so he has to be punished yeah, that honest. could be. I didn't ah. think about that. Yeah, Vince. No matter how much you like someone, he's still a petty fucker. Well, Fuck the NWA. My, my my thought was also like, it's what was I gonna say? It was like, it, it's like he's trying to. He he wants because he was uh, put over on because he's going to SmackDown. Because even though he's still the primary creative control of the whole of the whole pro, uh, of the whole product, now that he's the authority on SmackDown, he wants to look better because that's where he is. Um, I'm going to dis- I'm going d- to disagree with you for a weird reason. I don't okay. think the stars and the wrestlers are the same people to Vince. I think he picked the stars for Raw because it's the flagship show. And all the other people that went to SmackDown, barring The Rock because they need a star for SmackDown. And Hogan. And Hogan. That I I really feel like they and just wanted to. the wrestling show. I don't th- I think he wanted Raw to be an entertainment show, if that makes sense. Because I don't think. Yeah. Because a lot of the picks that Ric Flair was written to pick are just like. Guys who are entertaining, but like wrestle like shit, and the writing's bad. So, speaking yeah. of the writing, we now begin the most Triple H opening promo that doesn't have Triple H in it. Yes, yes. welcome to a twenty-five minute segment. It was uh-huh. like Flair came out. I think Flair came out, and he only realized just now that Stone Cold is an anti-authority man. He hates authority. And Ric Flair only just now realized that. Also, we saw a weird sign in the crowd with, like, cat girls all over it. Yes, Nuku Nuku World Order, which is a reference to a, like, 90s manga and anime, or light novel and anime, called All-Purpose Cultural Cat Girl Nuku Nuku. And we looked this up. We did research on this because we, we were This promo was so boring, we decided to look up all-purpose net cultural cat girl Nuku Nuku. <laughs> I was actually trying to pay attention to the to the, the promo, and I couldn't because they were... Di- I was distracted by the fact that they were distracted by that the whole time. It was It was like we were more fascinated by this. It was a weird and, fascination, yeah. And, like, and apparently this... The... Like, anime is not great, or the volume's not great. It's just basically, like, like a lamer or a seiyatsura. I, I, I'm just saying there's there's probably better things out there than... There's probably better 90s catgirl shit than that. Yes. So, you know, just look around. <laughs> but yeah, so this goes from, like, Flair, then Austin comes out and does his spiel. Austin saying, I, I can agree, what, I understand, what, I comprehend, what, 
And then, was I screaming for help? Was I crying for help? Did I beep you? Did I fax you? Did I send a pony with a with a thing of mail to you? Did I call you beep you when I wanted to reach you? What's the sitch, Rick? What's the <laughs> sitch, Rick? <laughs> the... I, I, He's uh, mad that li- Flair helped him, which is weird. There was a line that Rick said during this that I made the joke where he, he says, I'm determined to make our relationship work, Austin. So I immediately thought, made the joke, we need to go to counseling. <laughs> you want me to see a counselor, a therapist, an advisor? Just It was just what chances the whole fucking time. <laughs> Which Undertaker also got in on when he Which got is, involved. It's just, it's fine when it's just Austin talking, but when other people are talking and they try to, like, work Lean around the, the what game. chance, yeah. or, like, a multi-man segment where it's not just Austin and Coachman, it just feels like, oh my god, we're gonna be here for the rest of our fucking lives. Also, <laughs> Undertaker, didn't you say the people who do what chance sleep with their sister, like, yeah. weeks ago? Why are you feeding them now? Stop this. Well, I wanted to talk about this, honestly, because this is something that I had planned for sort of a rant, is Austin is actually... Uh, I, I've been listening to, like, little clips from Austin's podcast, and one of the questions was someone asked him, um, what is the opinion on the what chance are, you know, now... Years years after, like he he got it over with it and made it what it was during this period, and he basically he, someone basically asked him, did he regret creating that because it did kind of it, it has ruined the people's ability to do promos for years, and he basically said, no, I don't regret it because it got me over, and I'm thinking, Austin, and he's like. Well, you just have to do a new way of pro, you know, cut promos differently, you know, go longer without pausing, that sort of thing. And I'm just like thinking, Austin, you do realize that's not, I'm sure that when they, that one of the formulas for cutting a promo has always been you pause to uh, during you don't have to pause all the time you, you leave pauses in to get reactions from the crowd that's can, what you do you can find a midpoint rock tan between phrases and sentences you don't have to just like cut an entire promo where you just like you're like an amateur writer and you just you never use periods you only use commas and just fucking yeah i I guess I guess it's just like my thought is like yeah. Well, the I, thing is, uh, Austin used it as a tool, but the only problem is they kind of kept it going almost because other people started reacting to it, and that was the problem. Yeah. You can't really pick what the audience does, but if you reinforce that behavior, that's the behavior they remember doing. Yeah, and it's one of those things where I. You know, I, I'm normally not, you know, I'm not for controlling the crowd and what it does, you know, let people cheer who they want to cheer, let people boo when they want to boo. But Rick Flair this, gets mad that Austin touches his pocket handkerchief. Yeah, I was just going to say that I, if it was me, I would, I would basically say you guys chant 
If you guys start a what chant, we're not coming back here. <laughs> that would be my way of threatening to not to make them stop, hopefully. Then there was a what and why chant because Austin started saying why. That was the one that, that, that actually bugged me. I was like, he's saying why. Why are you chaining what back at him? Why are you chaining why, why, why with why, him? What? Why? <laughs> Where? Where? Who? Where? How? When? <laughs> Who, what, how, when, when, why? Yes. And just in case you wanted this segment to take any longer, out comes the Undertaker without a bike. He just walks. He, he just walks oh, yeah, there. The Undertaker's here. He's oh, yeah. There, there, oh, yeah. Um, w- before that happens, uh, Rick actually basically says, I'm not going to... I'm not going to suspend you like I did Nash. I'm going to fine you $5,000. And and then you hear Jerry and JR talk about it. Jerry's like, you know how many beers 5000 can buy? JR says, I'm thinking a truckload. And I'm, uh, my question is, could you really buy a truckload full of beer for 5000 Well, there's vending companies, and vending companies will, like, drop off beer in bulk to sell. So if you just bought it in bulk and had, like, a license to distribute, maybe... Or you're yeah, just, just a weirdo and you buy like pallets of beer. A 24 pack of beer costs $20.17 in in Texas. Mind you, that's probably in like the not day, too bad. Like, that's, 20, that's 2019 money. But if we do some quick dirty math, 2017 divided or 5,000, that gets you 247 24 packs of beer. Take one down, uh, pass with, it around. With, with numbers considered, of course. But <laughs> or <laughs> that is five thousand nine hundred twenty-eight beers on the wall. Five thousand nine hundred twenty-eight beers. Did not get into his mouth. Take one down, like drink a third of it, <laughs> throw it away, <laughs> <laughs> spill it on the ground, <laughs> foam everywhere. Steve Austin is the least efficient beer drinker I've ever met. And I've, I haven't even met him yet. <laughs> he is terrible. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, only, he really does, yeah, he just crush, he does the thing where he crushes them together and then drinks the foam and then he just tosses the rest. I'm still fucking sober. Uh. <laughs> He's worse at drinking beer than people in beer commercials and they're not supposed to drink the beer in those commercials. Pretend you're sipping that, and make sure you that, get the logo. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, you're, like, in beer commercials, you're not allowed to be shown, like, drinking alcohol. Huh. Yeah, I so they started doing that. weird commercials, like the Bush commercial, where when you open it, it just goes Bush. Head for the mountains of Bush. Bush. But... Just... So anyway, Undertaker and, 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 is all, and then it has a mount. It has a mountain that uh, that shape just uh, it does such a way that looks like a vagina in the middle. <laughs> we were distracted about fifteen minutes into Raw by a guy with a fucking bag on his head. Just yeah, oh, yeah. Saber Baghead man. There was just a dude in the crowd. I spotted him. Where it's like he's got a paper bag on his head and the smiley face drawn on it. Yes. And like That's eventually sick. the camera stopped cutting to that corner of like the fucking like that like that side because I think they were trying to get away from seeing. I, I, him I think he no- I, I think he noticed and the baghead guy moved down in front after that, like later yeah. in the show. Yeah, I saw a sign that says Undertaker fears AARP. 
nice. By the way, yeah. he still looks tacky as fuck. He's got like a, he's got his singlet on, but it's like down to his stomach. And he's got like his, a bandana over his like forehead, and you can see his hair. And I was like, oh cool, he dyed his hair. It's like, no, not enough. It's still you can still see the red in it. For those that don't that don't know what AARP is, for some reason, if you just don't know, but most people know that it's the uh, nonprofit organization that uh, helps out older people uh, that are fifty and plus senior citizens. Yes. Oh, and by the way, the uh, segment continues because out comes the NWO. Holy yeah, God. Is, yeah, it's just like, feels like it's never ending. It's like, this here went 20 minutes, didn't it? Yes. Actually, 20 minutes. It really is one of those promos like, here, the first person comes out the talk, then the next person, here's another person coming out the talk. And, and, and then it's like, it, it gets to a point when you're, it ever, it would get to a point where it feels like, oh, the promo's over now. Nope, then the next person comes out. The next group or persons come out, yes. So like here's the thing about writing. If you have a scene that you've added that doesn't change or advance anything, you cut it. And the only thing that changed or advanced in my notes is Ric Flair is the special ref at Backlash, and there might be a tag team match later. That's it. Yeah, that's this is another thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to promos. I, I've mentioned the you know, like traditionally, I again we know that promos are a part of wrestling. But here's the thing: when it comes to promos, if you're not going to give us any new information apart from maybe the one thing, like oh, he's a special okay, guy. Okay, I'm, I'm that was slightly under detailed. I'm sorry. I'm, it's either change, progress, or elaborate. That was the thing I was thinking of. Change progress or elaborate, but still, yeah, it's yeah. If unless you're unless you're actually telling a story, a a story in the promo that that kind of unfolds, there's no need to make it this long. For someone who crows up and down about his sports entertainment style and how they make movies, they're kind of shit writers. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. I guess that's what happens when you write via committee. I don't know yeah. if they do that as much in 2002, but they do it now. Yeah. This, so, yeah, this goes on forever. I don't even know what the NWO talked about. Uh, I don't know. All I know is Bradshaw came out and started caused a brawl. Okay, uh, yeah. And that was I the tag team match that they set all up. All I remember is a uh, sign. I don't know if this was uh, of uh, X-Pac. I want my underoos back. How about that? <laughs> So the the brawl hits, a commercial drops, and Ric Flair is in the back screaming his ass off, and Arn Anderson is just looking visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> How drunk is Ric Flair? Arn's driving tonight. This is, and this is the one part where I actually don't mind because uh, uh, Rick losing his shit is always great because he just. It's yeah, one of the fine. things I love you that it's hard to not love Rick when he gets pissed because he just. I've never seen anyone lose their shit the way Rick does. He just gets so... He turns into a tomato. <laughs> turns... Yeah. Started, like, ripping his shirt open. <laughs> he's throwing shit. He's, he's picking up and throwing It's, it's like shit. he turns into a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah. He also much. threw a coffee machine, yeah. <laughs> so... 
It's just so oh, much man, fun. He, oh, he, he, he could have hit Undertaker with that and gotten coffee on him. Yeah, it's so much fun, and it it, it amps you up because it's that that's the, like it's yeah, fuck fucking get him, Rick. You you want you you you. You, you, want, gives, you, you give he gives you energy you either be like yeah fuck yeah rick or you're like fuck you rick he makes you feel something you know yeah so after that we finally get a match 20 something minutes into the show and Bubba rvd Ray, isn't opening raw which is unusual we, we had a joke bet over who's going to be mr opening match and it turns out it was bubba ray this time it was Bubba Dudley. Bubba Ray Dudley versus Raven for the hardcore title. We were trying to figure out what weird shit Raven brought this week, and he just has a he just brought more oranges. I don't know. He's this is are these the prerequisite hardcore match oranges? Yes. Quote and the Raven. Raven quote the Raven. Benefits before. Don't like, get scurvy. Potted, <laughs> ah. Raven has, had a, has already had some weird outfits. Like I remember that weird like almost like suit coat that he was wearing before yeah it's kind of like a trash bag skirt he was wearing yeah this time yeah yeah. he's wearing these shorts that look like he's wearing a garbage bag or a poncho (laughs) right yeah uh other things in there the frankenstein that sings who can it be now was still in there i remember seeing that at a walmart in like 2003 (laughs) it is it is just these these things that always just show up in his in his shopping cart. Like I understand standard hardcore affair. I would say like if I had to standard go with like the generic hardcore match, it's like stop sign, trash can, kendo stick, maybe a two by four in there. Like you know, just uh, barbed some, wire, object. barbed wire, throw some throw in some trash can lids, fucking. I don't know, maybe a fire extinguisher. That's that's like my generic hardcore items. <laughs> There right. was no fire extinguisher spot in this no, match. No, didn't didn't uh, didn't Raven initially win the match with an uh, Raven effect? Or am I wrong? Um, did, uh, Bubba Ray dances on him. Then he shouts, um, "Bubba, get the table!" Yeah, it's <laughs> me. Get the table. <laughs> get the table. Now the problem is he announced his att- intent to get the tables, and as soon as he gets the table, just Raven does a sliding drop kick and hits him. <laughs> right, just. Yeah, as he's as he's trying to heft the table into the ring, baseball slide the table right into his face. And then there was a kind of three count. Raven like Raven wins, but I didn't see the three count. I was confused. Yeah, the, the, that happens twice, where it just looks like it's a two count more than a three count. I think the ref honestly fucked up here because I swear that was only a two count, and then just kind of he never brought his hand on for a third time, and they just rung the bell. And then it happened the second time, because we get like the fucking everybody in the pool twenty four seven shit with like Tommy Dreamer comes out. And Tommy Dreamer comes out with the most two thousand two pants. It's the Dreamer driver and gets the pin. Then Stevie Richards comes in and hits a Stevie kick. And he Stevie's back, the by the way. Stevie's back. Uh-huh. Stevie's back. And <laughs> then, then Bubba, Bubba played guitar. <laughs> then Bubba played guitar and hits him. He, El he does an El Cabong. He gets El his Cabong. title back, and then he dances on him again. And then he dances on him again. I like hardcore dancing, Bubba, but this was this was ridiculous. So yeah. they say that the pay-per-view will be streaming was, on Netscape. Kind of, sorry. The pay-per-view will be streaming on Netscape. Please don't go to WWF Backlash.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do it. 
honestly, it was it was a bit silly at the end, but it was it was fun. I, I thought it was, was alright. So, uh, who's excited for Sean Stasiak? <laughs> <laughs> Sean beat Stasiak's here. Welcome to Planet Stasiak. Welcome I think this to is the, the first. I'm a planet. The, this is actually my first actual experience with actually. I guess he like, has a writing Sean Stasiak in in any sort of thing of. That was that was the weird part was like he was like you think I'm a maniac you think I'm going craziac, my therapist wanted to put me on Prozac and it's like oh my god yeah everything has to rhyme with his name Stasiak's ignoring his mental healthiac. <laughs> <laughs> Stasiac's a liabiliac. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, weird promo, but at least Coachman didn't get abused this time. No, no, like, fucking Stasiac's angry, but he doesn't take it out on Coachman. He just, he yells into the mic, and that's fine. Coachman's doing his job. Oh, that we're all in Planet Stasiac or something. We're on a, I'm a planet, and then he walks off. <laughs> it's either he is a planet or he has a planet. So I want to go, I wanna uh, go to planet. He's, he's I kind of hate it on so, this planet. So he describes big, to, he, he's a Mormon. <laughs> so uh, Big Show comes out, does his entrance, and then an I entire. Noticed was, I noticed as he was walking backstage that he really is so tall that his head, the the ceiling barely clears. Well, his to be head. fair, the cameraman was like at balls angle. I, yeah, that's true. the whole time. Yeah. If he was standing up straight, he'd probably be up to Big Show's chest, maybe like around that area. Mm-hmm. That's still pretty fucking tall. Yeah, you don't so have to go like look at his ass. Oh, no, we'll get to that. So, how did y'all feel about Sean Stasiak's performance in this match? So, Big Show comes out to the ring, and then an entire planet of Stasiak crashes into the arena and kills everyone. <laughs> like, uh, fucking, like, that fucking, <laughs> like that fucking, like, assist trophy with Majora's Mask, yeah. but it's on Stasiak's face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody photoshopped that. So, um, Big Show beats the shit out of Sean Stasiak. We were going to see, like, does Stasiak suck or not, but we really couldn't get a fair assessment. Uh, there was some brawling, and then Big Show chokeslammed the shit out of him. I That was a... <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that was a sweet choke slam. He he always does this weird choke slam where, like, Kane, you kind of, he kind of lifts you and you jump and you fall on your back. But, like, Big Show will haul you over his shoulder and, like, support you with his other hand and then slam you kind of slow. It wasn't slow this time. He slammed him fucking fast as shit. And rode him down to the mat. It was like a half spine buster, half choke slam, and it was great. It was it was awesome. And, and, and it is one of the times where, like, John Stays is a fairly big guy, and Big Show fucking one-armed him. One-armed him and just drove him down. Just like, woof! Just boom! Man, that, <laughs> was, a, that was a pretty dope choke slam, I gotta say. That was a dope-ass choke slam. Big Show is one of the best at the choke slam. Where are you? The WMD, it was a mistake. Just a punch with a lot of theatrics of just like, yeah. I'm going to punch well, that you. That is like all you need because it's like he's fucking tall, he's huge, and he's just going to fucking slam your ass down with one hand. Yeah. Just more choke slams. Come on, man. I will say, uh, I mean, like, yeah, the... Remember the all those punches? other weird moves they give him for like a month <laughs> and then he gets... <laughs> 
the cl- like the uh, like the fucking curtain call and whatever the fuck the, the- colossal clutch. <laughs> oh yeah, clutch. that leg drop thing he does sometimes. Yeah, what is that fucking thing called again? I can't remember. The big show <laughs> leg drop. I don't know. <laughs> no, I would, I would, I would probably pull up the regular Wikipedia, but I can't do that because they fucking cut that part. Yeah, they cut yeah, all the that's... moves and like they cut all the moves and I think some of the title histories on fucking the Wikipedia. You have to go to Pro Wrestling Fandom. To, uh, uh, yeah, the Fandom Wiki has it all. Because uh, Wikipedia has decided it doesn't want to be an encyclopedia of information anymore. Um, are you thinking of the head hoglog or showstopper? The showstopper, yeah, the showstopper. The spinning headlock leg drop. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Oh, I yeah. don't remember the big sleep. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the big sleep. He did a stink face? Of course he did a stink face. The big that was stink. probably when he was uh, Shokishi. I forgot he was Shokishi. He had an impersonation gimmick at some point. Oh it yeah, might, that's right. It might be here. Um, yeah. Eddie's back, and he's Eddie's back. He's interviewing Terry. <laughs> hey, it's Teddy. Let's interview Teddy. <laughs> oh no, wait. Terry's interviewing him. It's yeah, interviewed by Terry. <laughs> Let's interview Terry. That'd be that'd be a gimmick. Just during an interview, the fucking wrestler just decides to interview the interviewer. You know what? Let's talk about you, Jonathan Coachman. Uh, no one's ever and talked one, about Jonathan Coachman. And what, one of the what do I say? Were, and one of the things I immediately know us and we I love were you, Bob. About, I love you, Dad. I can do the Charleston it, when I want to. <laughs> yes. Is that Eddie is like fucking jacked even back then? Only he has one vein in his arm that is actually just—it dis- actually disturbed me a little. This yeah. is I—I I know there was a point where he wasn't this big. Like this must have been when he was just weaning off of shit. Because I know that like he got fired for his drug habit and then he got clean. Yeah, but. It's still visible that he did some roids. He, he looked yeah. like he, he looked like a balloon. I don't. It just yeah, it doesn't it, fit his build at all. No. You yeah, think it, a guy it, who's kind of on the slender-ish side and a little bit of shorter would be just fucking shredded like Finn Balor? You know. Yeah. He he he's not completely shredded. He he's 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 got a good he's got a good cut fairly cut look to him. But yeah, it's it's like his arms and his shoulder are just like. Just pumped up and like he's storing balloons under the skin. There's like a straw connected to the back of his bicep, and it's just like that's where I have my drinks. <laughs> he, he 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 carries he carries a, a, a giant can of helium with him. But here like he goes. Basketball pump. Well, that's how he. Well, that's how he gets so much height on his frog splash. <laughs> he's, he's full of helium. Yeah, he's got like water wings. <laughs> <laughs> but full of helium. <laughs> so, uh, Eddie's mad because frogs. The frog splash is his move, pretty much. He wants to prove yeah. to RVD that he can do it better. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's I, 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 this is a this is a fine promo. Eddie's it's a, it's Eddie's good great. Promo. Eddie's awesome. Oh yeah, he did flirt with uh, he did flirt with her a little bit. I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, how you doing, mommy? Or something like that. Just, uh, yeah, then we mommy. have Booker T in the back. 
and gold dust with a weirdly black wig. Just, yeah, he had a black wig, so he's going yeah. through his uh, but like frozen era Madonna phase now. <laughs> and immediately, he just heard. I... He just heard. He just listened to some American football before this. Before this, right match. away and immediately when I saw Goldust walk into Booker T, his uh, locker room I was like, oh, "Is this the start of Book Dust?" I think it is. I think we're leading in on Book Dust. And like, and that's, that's, that's not their actual tag team name, but a lot of people referred to them as Book Dust because it was heat. <laughs> I might do that <laughs> if he keeps the black wig. Just do an American football album cover, but it's just like Book Gertie. <laughs> or Gold Dust. Gold Dust. <laughs> anyway, we're making, we're making jokes only we can see in the chat. But uh, at some point, Gold Dust starts like, referencing Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was American football. Yeah, that was the start of Never Meant by American football. Okay. <laughs> I but don't like, get the joke. Uh, it's, it's yeah. There was an there was a band called American Football, and they're kind of like an emo-ish band, but like good. <laughs> and uh, they released their first album in like '03, and it became a meme. So, yeah, okay, because of the way like the album cover is spelled. Yeah, it the album cover is literally just America in football. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, I see. Then they made another album, and it was also good. But yeah, back to Gold Dust. Magic Gold Dust. Did you know that Meat Stasiak became a chiropractor? <laughs> he literally retired the year after this. <laughs> huh. Oh, good for him. He's now making money and not having to hurt himself. But Goldust is talking to Booker T, who's confused why he's here, because he wants to do a Lethal Weapon remake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, they start talking about he's like he wants like Booker T to do like the Danny Glover role, and I just put down what I'm saying is that I what I'm saying is that I'm anti Semites. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's Mel Gibson. <laughs> he's Mel Gibson. Oh yes. <laughs> 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 it took me a minute. My career's gonna go some weird minute. places. <laughs> but I think Booker T like just like tells him get the hell out of my locker room or whatever, and, and then he like, just muttered, "I'm too old for this shit." <laughs> too old for this shit. Yeah. And now we get they actually had to, they actually had to censor him. <laughs> I'm too old for this. Beep. Now for and the now... weird, really weird segment. Now in hindsight. <laughs> This progressed, elaborated, and introduced nothing. So, uh, Deborah's making coffee, like really shit coffee, <laughs> and she's like stirring it as fast as she can. So it's like you know she's she, like uh, she pour the sugar, she pour pouring, the cream, is and she, is she pouring the milk in while she's making the coffee, like it's fucking milk tea or whatever. <laughs> no, it's that's afterward or it'll curdle. Uh, fucking banging around with jokes. And then the door opens in the back of the room, and Undertaker just slowly creeps up in a like a really weird walking style of like he's kind of leaning like a like a wannabe gangster as he just slowly approaches her. It, it's almost like yeah, it's kind of like that, like a, maybe a, like a stereotypical like thug TV walk. show where someone's like stalking someone or. So like he's thug walking over to her, but like at fifty percent speed. 
Yeah. And Deborah's desperately trying to finish this, like, coffee she's making. And then Undertaker sort of, like, stands next to her and she goes, ha! And then, like, yeah, spills a little yeah, bit she, of coffee. Yeah, she's, she's, turn, she's turning around to, like, walk, walk, walk somewhere, I guess, to go, you know, drink her coffee. And then, and, and then, yeah, she turns and sees it that's immediately jumps out of her skin and, like, uh, um, and spills the coffee. And, he's, and Undertaker's like, this never comes up again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This leads to nothing. Nothing. Ha- literally, this, nothing happens after that. <laughs> Just this is, fun- for the rest of the week, nothing. <laughs> this is literally an example. I would, I would call, would you call this an example of Chekhov's gun? No. Because Chekhov's gun is when you introduce some, like when you introduce a gun into a scene. This will be important. It's literally the just you earmark it as this will be important later. Well, I thought. Well, it doesn't have to be a gun, but yeah. But yeah, it's it's basically you introduce an element, and that becomes important later. The element's entire purpose is its payoff later. You just want to establish it because if you just suddenly had a gun in a scene, it'd be like, where do you get that fucking gun? So they why, do the scene of like, the so they put do a scene of like, oh, here's my hunting rack, and it has like a gun on it, just so it's just established. Yeah, establish a gun, and then later on pay off that you had the gun shown by fucking shooting the gun. But here it's just like, okay, he's got coffee spilled on you, Undertaker. Sucks. I guess you're gonna need to get that dry cleaned. Yeah, and I hope it's not too hot because it didn't seem like it burned him or anything. So it was probably just like warm coffee. You know, I'd say what you will about the time when Jericho and Kane feuded over coffee. At least then it was like, oh, Jericho spilled coffee on Kane. And then he made a joke about the fire that killed Kane's parents. <laughs> Your family died. And, and Kane slam. got mad and fucking beat him up. That at least led into something. Yeah, I, I, you know, I would actually, uh, I almost expect it because as we've been talking about during this period, they, the, the people. The wrestlers actually watch the show. They they know what's going on. So like, I would think that Stone Cold watching this in his locker room or wherever he sees this, he would he would probably He'd like probably start to march his ass down to wherever Undertaker is and start beating the shit out of him, or some or yelling at him or something. Or, yeah, something. But yeah, Sorry. so that that was pointless. That was pointless. Uh, and speaking of pointless, out comes Crash. Oh, <laughs> uh, we saw. Yeah, we get we get Crash versus Jack on a match set up on Heat. Uh, first, I think they interviewed Jacqueline over the interview on over the feud that was on Heat only. I think it was like Crash comes out, they recap, and then they cut to an interview with Jacqueline, where she just does not look good. And and then I realized, oh, I guess Jacqueline isn't rough anymore. So, yeah. I don't know what happened to Jacqueline. Like, last time I saw her, she looked fine. You know, she just, she looked like... That was a, a week ago, too, when she was congratulating Spike Dudley, right? Yeah, it was a week or two ago. But now, like, her hair's half-dyed blonde. And it kind of looks like a... Honestly, it kind of looks like she has a weave in, which... Yeah, you got a weave or some really bad extension. But it's looks, not, yeah, it's not put in, it's like not extensions. put in correctly. It's like half pulling off and it doesn't look great. And her yeah, makeup, her makeup was, job wasn't, yeah. Makeup, makeup job wasn't was good awesome. either. So I just, I don't know what hairdresser she went to. Get your money back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Hire your hairdresser. 
just fire your hairdresser. Whoever yeah. was doing it before, you looked fine back then. Just what? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't. Did yeah. you do this yourself? Did you do this yourself, or and if so, I, I question. Fire yourself as a hairdresser. <laughs> just look in a mirror and go, you, Jacqueline. You should have. You, you can never like, work on my hair again. <laughs> you, you should have like. You should have like. You know. Talk to one of your friends and ask them what do you think. And, and, and just go and, to a hairdresser and just go, just fix my head and just, you know, do actual good hair extensions. <laughs> and your your friend would have been like, "Really? Or you really want to go out with this?" You look like you <laughs> fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Crash uh, versus Jacqueline in an intergender match. It Wizard literally hits. lasts like thirty seconds, and Jacqueline wins. <laughs> yeah, yep, that was quick. Yes, I don't. Uh, these have to be exceedingly rare. Or, uh, There's these right, this is like the first intergender match we've had in in Rassel Boys. Yes, and it's just over. I mean, I, I, mean, I know, I know some... China was. I know China was doing them back. Oh, in by the, the way, day, I forgot but... Crash. He's just Crash. Yeah, I that, that's one of the things I was like, why is it? Why are they taking his name, going, saying his name is just Crash when his trunks still say Crash Holly? But no, it just everything says Crash. The commentary called him Crash. He kind of looks like a buff Stevo <laughs> now that when I looked at him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But Coachman is a about to get his shit chewed out by William Regal. This time yeah. I'm not I just it, he's you know, very, the, he the joke about the time. perpetual harassment of William Regal or not William Regal, Jonathan Coach. <laughs> you know what? Regal's been harassed too. But <laughs> okay. uh Coachman makes an aside joke about how Rikishi put his big fat ass in his face. Or no, he, no. It was it was it that was, Regal was the first member of the Kiss My Ass Club. Yes, right. and Regal just gets pissed and grabs him by the lapel and just like, "Listen to me, you little fucking twerp! Don't talk shit about me again." <laughs> yeah, it's it, this is a case where like, yeah, he is getting harassed, but like he he asked for this one. He, talk he, talk he, shit, he, get head coachman. Just be quiet, do your job. <laughs> you don't need to bring I mean, this like, up. Though. Follow you your the, follow the Wu Tang principle. <laughs> What did you honestly expect to happen when you when you when you mentioned that he was already in a bad mood? Oh yeah, he was he was fuming and like you pushed you pushed him. That's what happens. Bad idea. That's not a heel All thing, right. by the way, of just reacting to a guy who's insulting you. Yeah, exactly. You pushed his buttons and he blew up in your face. I think this is the first instance of WWE blurring out a phone number. <laughs> Yes, every other time because it's usually a dead number. They uh, the every time they've every time they've like posted a number, they've said it out loud. They didn't blur it. They didn't bleep it because it usually led nowhere. So this might still lead somewhere. Do you think they I blur it if the phone number goes to a legitimate like number that they have? Maybe. So it's but, like the same arena, Texas A M A N M. But I well, think it was he, like a Ticketmaster. Yeah. Did they? Did they just not? Did they just hate Ticketmaster or something? What was fuck Ticketmaster? <laughs> I'm just assuming it's just because it led to like an actual Ticketmaster office for like a St. Louis show they did, or they were gonna do. 
But uh, well, yeah, I don't know. You know, I, it's weird. Yeah, if it was an actual Ticketmaster, fuck Ticketmaster, we stub up. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe what? Maybe, maybe the maybe the number doesn't work anymore, and it actually goes to not Ticketmaster. Or maybe the company asked to not have the phone number show up or something. I don't know. They, like they requested it. Because I would and think we, they wouldn't. Uh, they wouldn't care if ra- someone randomly, like, who's gonna? Uh, is someone honestly gonna be watching the WWE Network? Call up an old Ticketmaster number and be like, "Can I go to that SmackDown in 2002?" And someone the phone and be like, "Ticketmaster, yeah, can I get tickets for SmackDown in 2000?" I mean, we probably would. Let me get a fucking time machine for you, sir. In Texas in 2002, and they're like, "What? <laughs> Are you a psycho? No, my name's Ali. <laughs> I just talk yeah. like this when I'm on your phone." <laughs> just oh, Randy Newman. Yeah. Oh, that's so. That was a bad one. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was terrible. It's uh, like so. it went from like I'm Randy Newman to. Yeah. <laughs> It's not oh not good. It's not. So let's uh, let's get on to this Ram- Rob Van Dam and Spike Dudley versus William Regal Eddie Guerrero match. This was good. Yeah, it was uh, pretty good. Except for the the there was this weirdly it had a very strange camera issue here where as RVD and Spike uh, are no. sorry uh, I just oh, damn it what. <laughs> Sorry, the sound guy thinks that Eddie Guerrero is coming out. God uh, damn it. God damn it. Stop. So, yeah, there so, was a weird fuck up. That was the joke of the intro. Yeah, as RVD and Spike are waiting in the ring, the camera pans upward, then over to the Tron, where we see Eddie's video playing, and, and then it's music playing. And complete silence for like 10, 15 seconds. Yes. <laughs> And then finally his entrance hits and he can walk out. And it's just, that was weird. The sound guy fucked up. <laughs> sound guy totally fucked up. Well, I, I also think that was a, it was a camera because like that was a weird pan upward and then over to the trine. Then we had Jerry mini- Lawler as Eddie Guerrero come out just go, Latino Heat! <laughs> Latino and then heat. we get easily in my opinion the best match of the week this was fucking awesome this is a pretty good this match, match was, yeah. this match was good there was it, everything worked i liked all of it all four people were good it was a good tag team match Everyone i don't know why i don't know why eddie teamed up with regal but fuck it whatever <laughs> fuck it and rvd was your... like just going doing his shit and he was going he was going like Faster than I normally see him use him. He was like flying all over the place. Yeah, Eddie was trying to keep up with him. Like they were both just speeding. They were going like fifty and a thirty. You know, (laughs) (laughs) RVD did his smooth split like it's moonsault, which I forgot he did. Yeah, it looked fucking great, (laughs) and he fucking nailed it too. And then, and then towards the end of the match, he he did, uh, or, or I think it was either. Towards the end of the match or after the match, at match and he 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 lifted Ed Eddie up in the air and did a sweet slingshot drop kick. 
Yes. Fucking awesome. He, he, he Irish whipped him, and then he threw him up like he was going to do a back body drop. But he flew up straight in the air, and he just drop kicked him in midair before he hit the ground. It was awesome. <laughs> and then he, and, and, and then he basically is like, fuck your frog splash and frog splash daddy. Uh, the uh, Eddie did win with the frog splash, though. He Spike was laid out like two thirds across the ring and he fucking still made it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, one of the things is uh, we uh, right away, it had that that those that great kind of heel classic heel isolation of keeping keeping Spike in the corner and beating him up. And Spike sells and, like a champ, so I give him credit for that. And then you wait, and then getting the hot tag for RVD, and he just went nuts. But yeah, RVD was awesome, which is why he's getting my MVP vote. We'll do that later. <laughs> we, we will do, we will talk I'm mentioning later it now, because fuck it. And I do love RVD hits like his Eddie. RVD hits his own frog splash, and then they start talking about, like, trademarks, and it's just like, Eddie, you really should have filed, like, a trademark. Well, 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 Eddie hits his frog splash. RVD goes to hit it, but like Regal pulls Eddie out. So it's like, yeah. hey, get back here. Take my frog splash. Hey, get my frog splash, going? man. And, oh, yeah. My, what the hell? Your RVD is better. Hey. <laughs> it does feel like RVD does have uh, some like nuances to his frog splash that I. I his it's frog hard splash? To... His frog splash is like really wild. It's like. He's leaping farther than he thinks when he does it. Right. Or like, I don't know, it just, it's like a spring. Like, Eddie's is like aimed perfectly and like lands perfectly, but just Rob Van Dam is just f like full of this energy and he just fucking launches himself. Yes. <laughs> uh, Coachman is interviewing Trish at a basketball court. <laughs> Yeah, because they're they're the Texas A and M. We need to we need to represent the Aggies. Aggies. Turns out both the football and the basketball team are Aggies. They're sponsored, or I mean, sponsored. Their mascot is Ravel, the dog. Doggy. Yeah, Doggy. it's a good dog. It got uh, kidnapped once. <laughs> got kidnapped once. We'll eventually we'll eventually get you on that one, Bernie. What kind of dog is what was it? Uh, they I think it's a. Uh, like a retriever? It's it's what's Lassie again? Yeah, a retriever, right? Uh, what what the fuck is called? It's called a rough collie. Yeah, it looked like a collie, type of collie. Doggies. Uh, anyway, it is a mixed breed. So, yeah, uh, welcome to Molly Holly versus Trish, aka. Uh, Jim Ross and King talk about virginity <laughs> for the whole match. There's a fucking statement that he makes during this match, or that King says during this match, which yeah, I was like, "What's wrong with being a virgin?" Because and he, like he's it's, insulting Molly Holly for being a virgin. Yeah, King is insulting Molly Holly for being a virgin, but I think he says that Molly has had more sex than Jr., which is like that's not what the fuck. <laughs> yes, the, the both oh. both versions. Apparently, both virgins, but Molly Holly is less of a virgin than Jim Ross. Well, this uh, this was all. I'm this a super all, virgin king. <laughs> this was all started by the like the promo they had between them, where 
where like Molly Holloway is like, I'm going to be the first woman who's uh, who's pure and wholesome, and then and then what? And then Trish is like, oh, I, when when I beat her, she's going to find herself on a in a in an unusual position on her back, and then and then Jerry immediately like, ah! you realize what she just said? Ah! She just said Molly's ah! a virgin. Ah, virgin. Ah, ah, ah. Isn't doggy style? Of yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fucking yes. <laughs> uh, where are we? Oh yeah, they uh, were just talking about sex the whole match and just missing out on any of the wrestling. And Trish rolls up Molly Hollying after like a sequence where they roll up each other a bunch of times. Yeah, I feel like this is the only time I'm fine with this roll up victory. Is like. That thing where they're doing, they're both roll. doing rule, they're both doing roll ups and countering each other, and just one just gets lucky. That's, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's like if if you have a sequence where they're they're one person is trying to either go for multiple pins and then maybe gets one that's lucky, or they're doing a countering set of pin attempts and then one gets this happens to get pinned. Yeah. The worst is, of course, the most devastating and moving all of sports entertainment. The surprise roll-up that just happens, and then the match is over. Uh, I, at this point, I started a running gag where I would call. I accidentally called a recap a flashback. <laughs> oh, I uh, briefly apologize. By the way, if you're reading this recording. It seems that I have disconnected, and I will pause until we are reconnected again. Thank you. Well, it looks like my internet was in a Latino heap. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Latino, Latino so, heap. Saying, or the no, internet say. not work. <laughs> oh, I really wish that Jazz was sitting next to King during this match. They were just talking about sex, like, the whole time. And it would be great to just have this jazz sitting there just like... Oh, yeah, because then then, then Jerry would have to shut his mouth because he doesn't like... He doesn't... He shuts up when there's, whenever there's a black woman in the vicinity. It's not even that. It's uh, that we found out that he flirted with... Jack, like, he commented that he liked Jacqueline. So, no, it's just okay. jazz. So he's just afraid so of jazz. Just jazz. Okay. He's just afraid of jazz, which to be fair, I don't yeah. blame him. Free beer, free fear be breeds obedience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh we talked to Bradshaw. He gets a I was talking. oh yeah, now I remember what I was talking about. I was talking about how I misspoke and I said that a recap was a flashback. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that every time there was a recap, I would just do the flashback sound where it's like a little harp playing. Yeah. <laughs> that that became a recurring joke for the watching. Uh, at some point, Bradshaw talks about nuts, so I put down Scott Hall needs to get crazy and buy nuts. Bradshaw yeah, needs. To, Bradshaw says they can go to the nuts store, but they won't have the nuts you need to a make a pecan pie and b to face Bradshaw. <laughs> Yeah, he mentioned macadamia nuts, I think, at one point. Yeah. I don't have the... He won't have the ingredients to make cookies! Cookies! <laughs> cookie, cookies, 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 cookies. Cookies, cookies. 
Now, now, oh my god, now I want a celebrity uh, uh, Sesame Street with Bradshaw interacting with Cookie Monster. So, so you went with Cookie Monster, I was going with Theodore Rex. Theodore Rex? Theodore Rex! The dinosaur detective movie with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh my god, not, oh no. Oh, <laughs> Where wow. Theodore Rex, because he's a vegetarian, he eats cookies. But you need egg for cookies, don't you? Vegetarian, not vegan. He just doesn't eat meat. Cookies. He does eat cookies, though. Macadamia. Yes. <laughs> Fucking uh, weird. X-Pac is still wearing Kane's mask. X-Pac's still wearing Kane's mask, yes. Where and here we go up... with the super to straight out. Or, or... Casual homophobia. Because they quote. Yeah, casual um, they homophobia. Quote, they quote Full Metal Jacket. They quote specifically that like, two things come out of Texas. Steers and queers, and it's Steers like, and oh queers. my god! And, and oh it's my just god! Like, Xbox don't. <laughs> yeah, don't. you know, you know, you could have referenced it by just saying steers, and you know what? You think you could have just said that, and we would, and everybody would know that you were talking about a steer. Like, just be subtle, for God's sake! I know it's wrestling, but be subtle. Yeah, you, you wouldn't even necessarily need to see the steers part. You, you, you could have just said, uh, you know, you know, you know, they say there's two things that come out of Texas. Yeah, I know. They could have just, and they just left it. Bradshaw is a fat. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and uh, also, Scott Hall wants to take Kane's face. Off. Face. Off. Got to do it with the hand thing, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do. I always do the hand motion and then off. Coachman's earning that fucking money, by the way, because he's in another interview. Yeah. He's talking, to Lita. he's talking to Lita. Who's wearing that shirt with Lita on it. With Lita that on it where it. she's fragmented and it's weird. That, Matt, that, I don't feel so good. That fucking bizarre looking. <laughs> yeah, but enough of that shit. Here comes Paul Heyman. Because I think they're talking to Lita about, hey, Brock beat up your bo boyfriend again. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah. And then he's, and then apparently there was a, was like one of her thongs or like panties on the table. I have and your it, panties. And then, just just like, and then he was like holding them and then like sort of playing it with them with his fingers. There's like a pile of her underwear I'm on like an end table. Kind of thankful. I'm. I'm. No, both she has like a like she has a suitcase open. I'm both thankful. I thought, I thought it was just a table. I'm both thankful and surprised that while Paul Heyman was sitting there playing with panties, he just didn't go. Ah! <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Did you at one point talk about him putting like the panties on her head or something? No, he puts panties on his head. Or right, on his head, excuse me. He, he never, this is never really. Uh, I'm into some never really shit, Lita. <laughs> I like my Blue Snow cosplay, Lita. It's not, it, none of them are talking about the fact that he's holding a pair of her underwear. And he like oh, tucks like, it into his uh, shirt. He tucks it into his tuck, like his suit pocket. His suit pocket, yeah. How are we 2 and 0 in Shimonetta references despite the fact that neither of us have watched it? We neither of us it. have yet to watch Shimonetta, yes. But we're like 2 and 0 for fucking references on it. How is how is wearing panties on your head a fucking recurring theme of Rassel Boys now? Oh, 
yes, wear panties on your head and don't forget to uh fuck. <laughs> You're supposed <laughs> to back me up here. <laughs> oh yeah, wear panties on your head and throw and throw around nudie mags or whatever the fuck the show's about. Yeah, I think we were talking about like it's like I get it's like Paul's I guess Paul is a, a, a why is Paul even a pervert? And I'm like, so is it really that surprising that he I, I was is, looking for is? an interesting picture for Rassle Boys because I always like finding a funny picture. And I was hoping yeah. I could find Paul Heyman with panties. So I Googled Paul Heyman panties in the most risky Google search I could do. <laughs> <laughs> Re- I, I can get why anything Ari's on a watch list. His I can... writing career and his podcasting career. So I, I thought it could be anything between the thing I'm looking for with Paul Heyman holding a pair of panties, or Paul Heyman in panties. <laughs> that was what I was worried about when I was searching. But it turns out, um, Polly Polly P Polly H, fuck it, Polly Dangerously's Twitter is a lot of him standing there. Or just a lot of him retweeting women in bikinis. Ah, uh, so that's yeah. It, again, it's which is like I said, it's is it. It was not. It's not really that surprising to find out he's kind of a perv. Paul Peanut Abs too. I was gonna try and find a picture of Paul Peanut Abs too and see if that had some panties on it, <laughs> but uh, also fucking Paul Heyman does not have enough friendship fragments. You can't have those, Paul. Put Lita's panties down. Yes, he lacks the friendship fragments to get the panties that he wants to take out of the arena. Heyman has all the panties. We now have uh, Hardy Boys versus Booker T and Goldust. All I have written down is that Paul Heyman is a panty-sniffing weirdo. I'm going to have your frame rate. I, I saw a couple of... <laughs> Some some kind of funny signs. One 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 person had the sign. Did anyone ask for me? And I actually caught at one point where that they flipped the sign around and had a picture on the back, but it but of course the cameras and then so you no idea what it was. And the other sign was touch my butt, touch my mm. butt, touch my butt. Okay, anyway, all the mentioned you re- like he's like. You, do you realize with a sign of that, someone's going to touch your butt that you don't want them to? <laughs> <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> um, no, I believe happen. that... My brain stopped working. Uh, book, the baghead man had I'm dumber than Booker T on a sign. Yes. And he, Yeah, this is when I noticed he moved. Uh, so yeah, this yeah, is I a kind of bog standard tag match until Paul Heyman comes out with a suitcase and a lot of panties. <laughs> He, he, got just, the, he, he brought the suitcase from a room that we saw. I'm the panty master. I, I swear ah. he didn't have a suitcase. I swear it was just her panties were on a table. No, there was, there was a suitcase on a table with her with their clothes in it. Okay, that makes and, a little uh, more sense. Matt but... starts chasing after him to get the panties back, and then Paul Heyman runs up the ramp throwing panties at Matt Hardy like a weirdo. And then Brock murders Matt Hardy. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> And I immediately is like, like I get, I get it. You don't want her, you don't want him messing with her shit. But you, like, he was at the top of the ramp. You know, he was. You had to be smarter than this, Matt. 
to know that he was setting you up. Like, where, wherever Paul Heyman is, Brock is not far behind. So, so he's yeah, literally uh, baiting you into a trap. And as soon as he started walking up, Brock appears at the top of the ramp. Yeah, Je- Jeff gets murked by Book and Gold Dust, pretty much. Because Matt Hardy's getting murdered by Brock Lesnar. Because he has the attention span of a mouse. <laughs> and, and... Yeah. I tried to, like I said, I tried to look this moment up, but apparently Paul Heyman's too big of a pervert for me to find the picture. Thanks, and also, Paul. Like, and also, I don't think the smart, uh, smartest idea to actually try and fight Brock. He should have, like, just ran. He's probably so, fa- well, he could probably run faster than Brock. Yeah. Lesnar's built like a triangle. He'll fucking... He'll <laughs> take his time. He'll have to take his time. <laughs> yeah. So... So he he makes the bad decision to try and fight fight Brock. He he does get a little bit of offense in before Brock just fucking hoists up and F5s his ass on the fucking stage. And he's just completely laid out. Uh, We cut to commercial after that, and Jair's in the ring because he wants to do an in-ring interview with Triple H. Uh... Triple H, who missed the opening segment. (laughs) I'm sorry, I thought the opening segment was still going. Damn, Hunter, it, Hunter it's, it's 90 minutes into the show. That's entertainment sometimes. <laughs> Just... And this whole That's... promo is essentially like the formulaic promo that you, uh, uh, you've you ever heard from a Triple I, H promo. The first I thing I noticed note, was... Triple J- H interview, no target, purpose, self-promotion. It is basically an <laughs> EWR interview. I'm going to Just... talk about me. <laughs> that's it and, I, and it's like and it's also like uh, jr was it, weirdly brown <laughs> JR was oh weirdly yeah brown yeah like he like he either used spray tan or went or meant, maybe he went to the beach for there was I don't know. there was one moment rock tan got up for a second and i was just i was just kind of muttering to mega fighter as like jr was asking the question so what do you think about who's going to win the number one contenders match for the title after you face Hogan, assuming you win? And I literally would said, I muttered to Megafighter, he's going to say, it doesn't matter who it is. I'll beat whoever it is. I'll be the champ. I'm the game. I'm that damn good. And he basically hit those notes. I fucking nailed it, man. <laughs> it's like, it's like it wasn't in perfect order, but it was like, yeah, okay. Now he's like, oh, they're both great, Just, but it doesn't matter. I'm gonna win because I'm the game, and I'm that damn good. It's like, oh my god, it is, it is. I just like it hit a checklist of yes, <laughs> promo in ring, one person self promotion, basically. Yeah. No target, self promotion. Yeah, you could call this. You could call this promo in your sleep of of, of expected Triple H. Uh, uh, you know, no hard feelings, you, but I'm gonna kick his ass say, because I'm the you know, game. Uh, you, you know, honestly, you know what it felt like. It felt like more like one of the promos you expect him to cut when he's at when when he became, the, you know, the heat the heel that was like just. The thing about these promos, because during this the, is, the during the uh, the thing the about Triple these Triple H pro- reign of terror, terror when he was the the really oh, we'll annoying. We'll get to that eventually, probably. I don't know. Uh, I was gonna say the thing about these promos is this is sort of back in believes his own hype Triple H days. So he it, he has one tone. He has like one 
range that he uses when he's doing these promos of just kind of like angry slash egotistical, but not too egotistical of just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to beat their ass and I'm mad at them and I'm going to beat their ass and I'm going to get the title because we're going to win the title and it doesn't matter if Hulk Hogan is the title. I will wear Hulk Hogan around my waist because I'm the game and I, I'm <laughs> and the I'm game. That damn title. <laughs> I, will, I will literally fold up. <laughs> I will literally fold Hogan up. I will squish him into a I, little ball. I'm not ball. saying potty humor Triple H is better, but I feel like he got more personality after, like, around the time he cut his hair, <laughs> pretty much. I, I yeah. will put him. I will put him in a giant. I will put him Hulk Hogan under a giant press press and make him into a belt that I wear around yeah. my Hogan's face, face yeah. stretched into a belt JPEG. We are, <laughs> we are good. We are going to be pressing this. We will be pressing this leathery buff man. Okay, here we go. Hydraulic pressure. When it comes crashing down and presses me into a belt. So that's that the main weird. event. That was weird. There's the main event. It's Undertaker and NWO hey, members. Hey, you're forgetting about WWF New York. Uh, <laughs> yes. Don't forget about it. You can watch please. Backlash free. Please go with, there. With purchase of food or a drink. <laughs> please, eat, please, please come here and eat our shitty wings. We're running what? up. Nobody wants to come here. Please, please. Where's please. the fucking restaurant closing? <laughs> Cause I'll be so happy when we're done having to fucking remember this place existing. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about something that happens later. I cut myself off this time. Uh. So we yeah, have a, so we have a main event match. Taker and NWO versus Austin and Bradshaw, the Texans. The Texans. I like coming up with fake tag team names. I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, we got Dutch Texans here. Uh, this was a main event. Yes, it was. I have nothing else written. What's down really weird is I didn't know Kane. I didn't know Kane was wrestling tonight because Kane came out, but he was like really <laughs> short and he looked kind of he, he looked kind of dirty. <laughs> he lost a lot of weight. Grew his hair back. Grew his hair out long though. Yeah, uh, and, uh, and, and, then, the and then NWO. and then when the camera changed, it was X Pac. <laughs> yeah, where where'd Kane go? <laughs> he got replaced with this similar body type man <laughs> I don't know why he just keeps Kane's mask it's weird it's like fucking trophy like he's fucking like like he's wearing the scalp of an enemy or something I don't know Yes, we were sad that Bagman took off his bag Bagman took off his bag asshole who won <laughs> uh uh, I don't know why, but did, main event tag did. main event tag matches are so fucking boring. I, I think it was. I, I'm pretty sure it was. It is uh, such a WWE staple because they don't want to give away like singles matches and go like, oh yeah, Triple H beat this guy six times. So when he's at the pay per view, uh, I think he, I think I think if I remember, Bradshaw got the pencil. Was Austin and Bradshaw it was almost yeah, and always then, and then, and then, and put everyone in a tag match. I bit my tongue. Ow. 
yeah, put everyone in the tag match, have the faces win, so the crowd goes home happy. Yeah, uh, Bradshaw won, and then he got stomped out by the NWO. And Taker yeah. brawled with Austin, and Allie's tongue is bleeding now. It's it. That's fun. Get get a tissue, man, so you at least can mop up the blood. No, I'll just drink Gatorade and have it mix with my blood. <laughs> and I, and then you will become the Gator. Is it in you? It's blood. You'll be you'll become the entirety of the Florida Gators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a running back. All right, I'm sweating weird colors. So we now uh, have SmackDown, April eighteenth, two thousand two. Allie's al- animality is is turning into an alligator. <laughs> alligator. Uh, anyway, alligator. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Why did I think of that joke? God I don't know why, it. but the SmackDown pyro hurts my fucking eyes. <laughs> so we're here at the Compact Center in Houston, Texas. So we're still in Texas. Yep. Backlash in Texas, is that why they're doing ha- the go-homes in Texas? It might be. We'll have to find that out next time. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm doing a quick check. It's not spoilers to look up if it was in... No, it was in Missouri. Okay. Okay. I know it's, I, I, I know it's winter, but like they're getting out of winter now. So uh, we got our opening... We, get a te- we start with a match this time. Yeah, tag uh, match. Billy and Chuck and Albert versus the team of Rikishi, Al Snow, and Maven! Maven! Our boy Maven! Uh, this this is a match. Rico's got, like, this crocodile suit that's, like, too big for him. What did we compare? Oh, yeah, did wait, we compare wait, it to David Byrne? Wasn't there some promos before this match? No! No, it, there no. was, like, a recap segment and then this match. Okay. And, like, fucking... Just Rico with his big ass David Byrne suit, <laughs> just coming out. That, it's the kind of he he was wearing the kind of clothes where like it either has no drip at all or all the drip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just you. It just entirely based but, on confidence. <laughs> so so this is K- Kidman is in this match, right? No, 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 no. This is Billy Chuck Albert versus Rikishi Alston. Oh, I, I, I misheard. I thought I heard. I, no, I no, think we're not doing Kidman Billy. That I, th- that I thought. Oh, Albert Kidman. still has that kind of film on him that I don't like. The fucking yes. greasy film of like God, oil. It is like he cooked an entire twelve-piece meal and they just rolled in it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like film is the correct way to describe the oiliness of Albert. Yes. There's no other word I can, I feel like we can use to describe it. And because it's Rikishi, we get a camera full of booty butt cheeks. <laughs> camera, it's it's in his yeah. time drawn, and I'm yeah. immediately like, oh, oh god yeah. damn it. You saw, like, Rikishi, and then him dancing, and then just a close-up of his ass. <laughs> That's, yep. I mean, like, are you really surprised that, it, like, the guy whose gimmick is to put people asses in people's faces that I just want one week of on the boys that doesn't involve ass, okay? Is you that get, too much to ask? Every week is ass, Megafire. You can't avoid it, Megafire. It, it even infects our fucking sideshows. That's why I'm glad I'm doing wrestle booking. I get less ass involvement <laughs> with wrestle booking. Ass! Unless, I, unless you somehow book like an ass-kissing angle. Oh, remember Dolph versus Sheamus in the Kiss My Rear match or Kiss My Arse match? match? Oh my god. And like Sheamus would tweet how like how much swamp ass he's having today <laughs> to me. It was so fucking weird. 
So speaking of, of weirdness, um, I guess this isn't even a good transition. I just want to talk about the fucking sign we saw <laughs> during this match that said, Rob is gay. Yes, now, Rob as is. As you might recall, Rob has been a regular or a semi-regular guest on the show, not as often as Rock Tan. He's on, He's so let me tell on. you about typically. He's usually yeah. taking a long time to describe a movie to me. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. But, uh. But we uh, we we tried to get a comment from him on we, this. We we asked a comment for this stranger like twenty years ago, in or like Texas. nineteen years ago when Texas feels about Rob, and he has uh, declined to comment mm -hmm. so far. He's declined comment. So uh, just tell him how you really feel, Rob. Next time we see you, <laughs> <laughs> Rock Tan was saying something about Rikishi. I recall about like. I think it was like how athletic Rikishi could be, but you were like, "Damn, Rikishi's got." I think he said Rikishi's got a. Oh, he got a good. He got a good pop or something like. Yeah, damn, uh, Rikishi's like, got a big got pop. A really good pop I, mean, I was just like, Rikishi's. Rikishi's got a big pup, and then I just like, Rikishi got a man. Rikishi got a big ass. I thought I thought he was about to say Rikishi got a big ass. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> that just became the joke for the rest of the match. Yes. Yeah, everyone, there was an everyone, attempted stink face. It didn't work out. Maven wins doing the, really good. Maven did match. a crossbody, and he won. Maven won with the crossbody, but yeah, everyone was playing their part well in this match. For being a six-man tag, it wasn't as good as the Guerrero match earlier, but it was good. Yeah, it was good. It was a good way to get the crowd going. <laughs> and now <laughs> we have uh, Sean Stasiak trapped in a television. <laughs> Uh, actually, before, Wait, no, I think you're, you're, we're missing the a segment. Thing we see it is uh, backstage. We see Hogan, and then uh, uh, in his dressing room, and then uh, no, no. What happens oh, yeah, is Stacey. we see we see Stacy, and she walks up to Hogan's dressing room and drops something and picks it up, and Hulk Hogan walks out, and it kind of the angle looks like he's, you know, he's yeah. doing her in the butt. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's got his crotch pointed right at her The ass. first thing I said was, you're not Devon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. I'm my, sorry, my Vince, was... hired, Vince hired her, but that doesn't mean Devon wasn't still looking. <laughs> he, was looking for, he was looking for that assistant job for someone, damn it. Someone. And he picked one for God. <laughs> my, my thought was, uh, he sees this, he's like, Hey, you're not Linda. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> there, there were there was a way you could have gone with that, but <laughs> you weren't. Yes. So we uh, cut to another segment, and it looks like it's a replay of Meet Stasiak talking about his Prozac and his systemic and class his... disparityiac. <laughs> and. <laughs> And, like, so what we got here is fucking Billy Kidman just standing there with a cruiserweight title watching the Stun Stasiak promo. And then, like, Hurricane comes in and is like, whoa, what is that? But we... Yeah, I we have no, like, Here's yeah, the weird like, thing. Why are they watching, like, yesterday's Raw? <laughs> and why yeah, are they watching no. Meet Stasiak? <laughs> I don't know. And eventually but, oh. it, like... It, it so zooms out. Happened? It zooms out, and they start insulting Meet Stasiak for looking weird. And the TV is the exact same size. It is like the perfect size you need so that if your head shows up, it's the size of your real head. Because mm -hmm. I've always like, every TV I've ever bought, I always want to see if I can get to like 
life-size proportions. Because, you know, if, like, a full person's on TV, you can zoom in and out. But it just looked like Sean Stasiak was trapped in a TV and screaming at Billy Kidman. <laughs> and what was funny, so Allie was having problems with the network while we were trying to watch together. It kept freezing on. But this was the best moment for it to freeze. Yeah, it just he... froze on him yelling and Hurricane pointing at him through the TV. <laughs> So we were just like, oh my god, it's like it's like it's like they're having a conversation with like kid Stasiak who's trapped in the TV. He's trapped in the welcome, TV like he's fucking Max Headroom. <laughs> welcome to welcome to Channel Stasiak. Welcome to Channel Stasiak. Yeah. What uh, if there was a wrestler whose gimmick was they're trapped in a TV? <laughs> yeah, and they can only get out for matches. They can only get out for matches. Okay, so here's my idea. Like, it would be like Lillian Garcia with Meet Stasiak on a monitor, <laughs> on the wall-mounted monitor. Yes. And, like, if he came out in the modern day, I would have his Titantron be like, he walks out on the Titantron and then is replaced with the real one. <laughs> and yeah, like, there's a fucking, like, some real weird, like, image trickery to make it look like he's walking down the ramp and yeah then he's his, walking like, down the ramp structure. in the titan tron and then just walks out to the ramp it would be like a like a tunnel thing like with fucking mvp yeah would, yeah he's just trapped in a tv i would love no, that gimmick no, fuck no, it no, 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 all his segments are pre-recorded because it's like you have to he's walking no, down the, the He's no, I'm sorry. sorry. He's walking down the hallway, but it's actually a guy pushing a TV, walking at the speed he's walking down the hall. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, 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 or his head has been somehow replaced with a TV with his head inside the TV. <laughs> no, I just like oh the fact God, that like that. he's never in an in-person segment because he's in a TV. <laughs> <laughs> he can only show up in for his matches and then he goes back in the TV. You need to come back to wrestle meet Stasiak. I'm your fucking manager now. <laughs> We're fucking doing this gimmick with you, Sean. Yeah. Ali took, took a perfect scream tap of of yeah Stasiak yelling yelling and hurricane pointing and, and he's like captioned this and i'm just like Cal. my my thought is hurricanes pointing at me going hey don't yell at me through the tv you're a tv uh, <laughs> welcome to so the midnight the channel first, can i just uh, welcome to the midnight channel i am so, stasiac the true self i am the stasiac the true self you're oh, yeah. not me <laughs> Oh yeah, we were talking. We, we were talking about what if, what if there is this, this TV show where we just follow Stasiak around because, and it's like he, and then I was like, I made the joke. He's he's the he's the prototype of what later becomes real life live streaming. We just he just follow him around going through his day. And he's welcome always to my, welcome angry. to my welcome to my live my life my meat stream or my mm-hmm. live streamiac. I don't know. Live streaming act. So is this the first instance in in 2002 of people not knowing how to watch TV properly? I think so, yeah. Fucking Billy Kidman is the start of this shit. Yeah. Yeah, Billy Kidman's off to the side. Hurricane's actually pointed correctly, but Billy Kidman's, yeah, at an angle. 
fucking I hate this gimmick. I wish I wish they watched TV properly again. I think the I think Hurricane cheers for the Houston Astros to make it to the playoffs. They didn't. Yeah, so yeah there's, he's, a, there's he's, like he's trying he's to trying like to teach, help. he's trying to teach Kidman how to make how to how to get the crowd behind him basically the cheap uh, pop, doing yeah. a bunch of doing cheap pops. There's and a real place like whispering shit in teeth was weird. I know it's when he smiled whisper, his whisper. Teeth weird. Like 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 he was either wearing braces or a mouth guard. Yeah. Or, or he had just brushed his teeth with green to- with the like bright like dark green toothpaste. Or like or he <laughs> used that Shrek um that Shrek ketchup. It makes your mouth green. <laughs> but yeah, fucking like he leans into whisper and Billy gives here I jokes like Hurricane, <laughs> you just you just said whisper, whisper, whisper. He just drank a he just drank a gallon full of ecto cooler. <laughs> no, it's the, it's the fucking teenage mutant Nerd ninja turtle Twinkies. Yeah. <laughs> fucking he turtle made a bunch of teenage mutant ninja turtle pies <laughs> straight from the sewer to you. <laughs> but yeah, so he talks about the this, Houston Rockets are gonna win. Michelangelo the Super Bowl. is here with the delicious shit burger. <laughs> <laughs> talks about how like the Houston Rockets are gonna win oh. the Super Bowl or the, the World Series. Excuse me. So, I don't even know if the Rockets are the baseball team. I might be wrong. So we get Kidman and Hurricane tagging against. Uh, now I'm forgetting we, where they went. Uh, it was Tajiri and uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr. But can I talk about how the Angels beat the Giants at the 2002 World Series? Rockets lost in the playoffs. Uh, wow. You forgot the segment where Hulk Hogan walks into Vince's office and Vince is just like, damn, Hogan, you're looking like a snack. You're real. Deja vu. You're thick, I've man. I've been to this place before, Hogan. Oh yeah, Higher on the streets. Segment where like, uh, tr- uh, Stacy is like, you, man, your arms are big, and then and, and then and then you see Vince uh, is also doing you that. Just, you see, you see uh, Vince visibly get bothered by that, but then she says, and then she says, but not as big as yours, and then he smiles. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a big penis. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. <laughs> I'm sorry, Vince, but you gotta walk with that because you're big, big, big ass penis. <laughs> That's all she does. Yeah. Billy Gibbons doesn't want to be here. What? Yes, yes. Uh, they cut to, like they come back for the match and they cut to the crowd. And in the front row is Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top, and yes. he just looks like he would like you to get the camera away from him. Thank He's you. like wearing a a knit beanie and he's like half asleep in his chair <laughs> you're like hey i'm uh, can you go <laughs> can you please i still want uh, one of the greatest uh, uh, by the way yeah zz top is a great band i don't it, uh, they they, they help pioneer blues rock so fuck yeah yeah and, and i love i still love the fact that they all have beards and even the the one band member who doesn't have a bit uh uh a beard. He doesn't have a beard, and his last name is named beard. Frank Beard. <laughs> That's wonderful. Which one's the beard? No. Which one's beard? He's the one without the beard. I think it's, uh, uh, as far as I know, there's three of them. It's just the two It's just the, the two dudes good. with beards, and there's one dude who doesn't have a beard, and his last <laughs> name is Beard. Yes. He's the drummer. Yeah, I think he's, he's the, the drummer. drummer. So, uh, Chavo's here. Chavo Guerrero. Junior. Ooh, Chavo. Ooh, Chavo. Ooh, Chavo. He's wearing a tough enough t-shirt. That wasn't his theme, look- by the way. 
Yeah, it wasn't was, using that. No, it yet. was just the generic like Mexican music that they ported over from like WCW. I and they explained that, that The Rock can't be here tonight. He's on Conan O'Brien. Because yeah. he's typing up the Scorpion King. Uh, Chavo coming out wearing a, ch- a Tough Enough 2 shirt because he's one of the trainers. I looked it up. Can and I he's... just mention the beginning to Billy Kinsman theme is fucking awful? It's super tonal and fucking weird. It's bad. Like, the, the rest of his theme is generic and it's at least okay. And it has, at least there's some tone to it but it's just the beginning of it it's like what it's awful it's i don't know what that is at least it's not the one where he talks about how he's gonna rape you yeah i i have not heard that one so well, yeah no, we got to gbg alley's alley's having a stroke hold on tajiri and chavo versus kidman and hurricane Tori Wilson's still doing the uh, the kimono gimmick. Yes. Where she's forced to wear uh, a kimono. We we don't the only counter we have is the pigeons counter this week. And like Well we have we have a puppies counter and it cut, went up to four. No, no, I'm just saying we also might need a casual racism counter. <laughs> oh yeah. What does he yeah. fucking do? He starts talking racism? about sushi and like <laughs> He says something racist about Chavo, I think. No, he says something about racist about Tajiri. Oh yeah! Oh, he says Hong Kong Fooey. That's yeah. right. Hong. Brings up Hong oh, Kong Fooey. Make it funny that just sounded like you said Hong Kong Fooey. No. Hong Fooey. That's the number one super geese. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh no, it's Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> Oh my god! So yeah, so that was so that was some fun yeah. casual racism. From, yeah, uh, Jerry kicks Fui, which is a which is a martial arts crime fighting dog from like the cartoon from like the seventies or seventies. Yeah, the Jerry kicks Hurricane in the face that makes his teeth bleed. Yeah, yes. We're just assuming that fucking that Hurricane just has shitty teeth. I got gingivitis. What's up with that? Oh, <laughs> uh, this is a good match. Yeah, Tajiri wins. Chavo was the here. Uh, I think uh, yeah, Tajiri... It, it was a good match. And, uh, God, uh, God, Tajiri, Wait, has, Tajiri win? makes his kicks sound like yeah, he fucking kicked him thunder. In the, he kicked Hurricane and he pinned him for the three. Oh, yeah. And and then fucking... He also found a court said that if Tajiri hits that move, or if Tajiri hits the, that... At the pay per view, he could win his match, and it's like, oh yeah, my god! Yeah, there was there that. was a coin sign in the crowd, and this was actually a month or two before they dropped uh, the Untouchables album. Yeah, it is. It does get be a, a bit annoying when they always go, "If they hit that, they can win the match." You know, no shit. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, <somebody>. football <laughs> when you score a touchdown, you win the game. <laughs> when you score a touchdown, you get more points in the game. And then you get the quick pop popcorn popper. Hey, plug it in. You, you struggle with the butter packet for like thirty fucking minutes. Do you, do you need help with the butter packet? No, fuck off. It, it's like it's it's like listening to it's like listening to the generic, the generic like, um, football commentary uh, that you like you you expect from like Matt John Madden to make. Which John is Madden. why we were just doing our John Madden impression. He reads the pass and he makes. He reads the pass and he makes his move. He'll drop a few like that from time to time. 
And remember that monkey is vaginas. Monkey's code for vagina. <laughs> now, when I say what monkey, I I get the vagisil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not, not to say that man, man could give some really astute and insightful commentary, but there were times where he just like say like shit that everybody knows. And now a very unique line from Michael Cole: "Test is a jerk." <laughs> yes, <laughs> so yes, we have. He, yeah, he says like I think he says this twice here that Tess is just a jerk. He's just a big jerk. Big meanie jerk jerk. Fucking he's, Michael Cole. He's a meanie poopoo head. Michael Cole is good he's when stinky. he's not allowed to have a personality, I think. <laughs> when he's just allowed to just call moves and matches, he's fine. But they whenever they try to make him have a personality, it just ruins him. Mark yeah. Henry's here, and he's going to show you that he is strong as fuck. It is man versus car. Round two. Uh, there we was a weird moment anyone. where I guessed the model of the car. <laughs> you no, said, I have to say, this is one of those things where you think, okay, it's not wrestling, so you should have a problem with it. It's one of those things where is it isn't wrestling, but it's so, but it's one of those things where you don't care. It's, a, it's very physically impressive. You lift a fucking 2002 Ford Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> he got the model so right. He was like, "Is that a Ford Taurus?" It's <laughs> like looks it up. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, man versus car round two. You know, usually when people enter man versus car, they don't. The car wins. Mark Henry won the first round of man versus car. He's ready for a second one, and he won the rematch. And he won the rematch. Mark Henry is 2-0 at man versus car. He slings a <laughs> towel around his neck and shoulders and sits down in the open car door and braces his shoulders against the like where the window goes up. And he lifts the entire fucking car with just his legs. <laughs> yeah, It was he, only he for like a second or two because it's a fucking car. But he did. Yeah, but but, but he lifted it. it up at least six inches off the ground. Yeah. And, and, oh, and I love I love the interaction between like apparently this is Ron Simic's gimmick is to bet on Mark Henry's strength demonstration along with Tess and Tess is like and Tess is like I know I know what you guys are trying to pull there's probably no engine in this car and then oh, he yeah, actually but... has then he actually has to open the trunk you know the front just to show there is an engine in the car See, and like, no engine just a dead body. And then he's like, "Wait, what? Oh, I could probably, li- I could probably lift this thing." So, he, so before before Mark Henry's doing it, he tries to do it, it and can't he do can't, it. He he can't. He, nothing happens. Also, a bunch of people come out to bet once Ron Simmons comes out, and like, including like the Godfather, the Godfather, but he's Godfather dressed in like really a weird. Rag. Like and he doesn't. I didn't know who he was for. I was like, who's and this? He's, and he's wearing rag, and I was like, oh my god, that's Godfather. And he, and he has, and I think he has. He's wearing his hair in dreads too. Yeah, he's yeah. got his hair in dreads. He just it don't look right with him. Did he lose? Did he lose all his like his escort money betting on Mark Henry? So Test, <laughs> who should Mark learn Henry? that Mark Henry is strong, should stop betting and betting fucking against him. It's Farouk with a car door out of anger because he lost. And that sets up a match for later. 
no, he does actually. Uh, sorry to correct you, but um, what he does, he 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 lip, yeah, he lip, test uh, slams uh, Ron uh, or Farouk onto the hood of the car. That's what happens. Yeah. And, and I'm surprised Mark Henry. I'm surprised that Mark Henry didn't like. Mark Henry was like the calm one. He did just kind of break it up. I, 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 I don't know. I break it up, man. Mark My Henry... shoulders hurt like hell. <laughs> yeah, he's not in a position to start to fight. I... <laughs> I just I kind of wanted Mark Henry to beat him up. But... <laughs> well, he just he just lifted a car. He's probably exhausted. I don't know. Oh, I'd and... probably I'd probably shit myself after I lift a car. <laughs> oh, and one of the things I noticed about this ver the period this period of this period Mark Henry is he's a lot slimmer than he became that than the bigger guy he became later. He also doesn't have his free six mafia theme. He's got where my dogs at. Where yeah. my dogs at? And then the, it and made then me think like of her. like a main menu song. <laughs> yeah, I think you compared it to like the character customization theme on like "Shut Your Mouth." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Mark Henry is exhausted right now from having to lift an entire car. Speaking of exhausted, let's get a Hulk Hogan promo. Hulk Hogan murders my fucking eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's not Edge's week because Edge, no, Edge. Edge does uh, two does... run-ins during this whole thing, and neither times does his entrance play. So, so thank the, fucking the, God. The, the, the We Can't Pay Jimi Hendrix music plays, and Hulk Hogan comes out as slowly as possible, and the camera and his... zooms all the way into, like, the fucking sphere of, like, the SmackDown Minitron. The little is scoop just or whatever. blinking at fucking high speeds, and I felt like I was going to fucking throw up. <laughs> You got an actual migraine. Like, Edge will kind of, like, he'll stand at the top, do that, like, jump around and hype the crowd up, and then he'll just kind of run to the ring. Hulk Hogan. But Hogan, but Hogan in his condition, he ain't running. He ain't running for shit, so that was, like, two minutes of eye rape. Yes. <laughs> and, like, Hogan's wearing, and I just said, finish your entrance, you sunglass-wearing fuck. It also doesn't. Uh, it also probably didn't help that like, uh, the like they have these flashing yellow lights and the and then there's uh, yellow, red, and white all blasting in your fucking eyes at the same time. It just it like looks fucking, like you're. It just looks like you're fucking Ronald McDonald. <laughs> it's fucking Pikachu just just destroying your fucking eyes all over again. Come me to McDonald Land, brother. Just like he did back in the nineties. That rat son of a bitch. <laughs> so uh, he said he claims that Hulkamania is it can't stop running wild. It'll come back every time it, everyone thinks it's dead. And Wait, I just wrote: what? Is Hulkamania a synonym for epilepsy? <laughs> Wait, wasn't that wasn't there a pro another promo with um, Vince and Hogan when where Vince was like before this, where Vince was like. Uh, doing this like story bit of uh, of how the, the journey that Hogan has taken to, to get to this point. I think that was the one we did earlier. The Deja Vu was, one, I, yeah. Was that the one, or maybe maybe? Yeah, that one. was that was before the the Chavo. That was before Billy Gibbons. But yeah, that was whatever it was. It was like I was like, you know, he could have just cut this same promo in that one. You know, you like. Think. We didn't need him to come out here and talk for what fifteen minutes or so. 
Yeah. Uh, Jericho comes out too, and he's wearing ska pants. God damn it. <laughs> yes, he's wearing Bad. those. He's wearing. I, I think they look like checkerboard pants, honestly. Fucking checkerboard goddamn, is ska. Goddamn ska pants, Jericho. Ska Jericho. We were we were rid of him for like a month, but no, he's back now. And Ellie made the joke of starting to play play uh, ska music, so I pulled up a ska uh, ska back, and then and I can't believe I didn't get the joke immediately. But I started playing less than I played the band less than Jake, and and Ellie immediately goes, "I'm not less than them." No, I think oh, no, I said I'm always, better than that. I, I'm better than that. I'm more than that band. And, and I was really like, wait, wait, what? And then it was like, and it took me a few minutes to go, oh. jericho has got sour grapes. He, He's like, why do you have a title shot? I don't fucking get it. I I agree. Why does, why does Hogan get a title shot? He didn't win anything. Yeah, yeah he, he, lost, he lost WrestleMania. The- the only thing he lost to The Rock, I mean, I guess because he put on a good, he put on a strong performance, maybe. Yeah, but Jericho's the former champion. Is there's a rematch? Yeah. Angle, also, also he's Kurt Angle hurting. beat Kane. Uh, the, the only reason Jer- the only reason you might disagree with Jericho is like he's the heel. Is like, but otherwise uh, he has beat, a point. Austin beat Scott Hall. Fucking Undertaker beat Ric Flair. There are many people who have actual wins at WrestleMania who deserve the title more than Hogan right now. Hogan is only getting it because because he's because Hogan. The, because the the fan because the fans um got nostalgic for Hogan and basically and Vince yeah. is like and Vince is like oh my god look they're they're going nostalgic for Hogan money. Money! I smell money. But yeah, this 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 promo is just a bunch of like back and forth, and then um, I think it just it kind of ends, right? Yeah, it, it comes out. It's like Kurt Angle and Edge come out and brawl. Yeah, everyone brawls. Uh, then uh, we get a Seven Eleven commercial. Yeah, starring Rob Van Dam. <laughs> He's in the slushy line getting a slushy. I think he like, takes a slushy from a dude because he had the wrong cup. You have the wrong you cup. Have, got, got you the need wrong to get cup, the dude. Rob, have my arms on it. Rob Van Cup. <laughs> yeah, he like fro- he froze the dude's slushy aside and gives him like a Rob Van Dam slushy cup. <laughs> You're gonna pay my, for that one. Is, did, did he have to pay for that that second slushy? Because I would <laughs> if, he, if he did it was like he made. You you throw away the slushy. It was about. To, it's I a buck fifty nine, asshole. <laughs> you wasted a perfectly good slushy. You just got it on the floor. Someone's gonna have to clean that up. Oh man, damn, you're kind of Rob, an asshole. Van, and then he just fucking slips. So, <laughs> a, fu- a, a fucking a fucking story tenant is like, Rob, hey, you clean that up right now. We're not. I am not making the maintenance. Clean that up, dick face. We cut to the back, and Hulk Hogan... Rob Van or, damn it. We come to the back, and Vince is pissed at Edge for running in. And Vince is just looking at him like, Who the hell do you think you are? And then I just like, ah. Edge. <laughs> Edge. I mean, my boots say Edge on them. And then it's just like, get out of my... Get out of my sight! Get out of my 
Oh, get out of the arena! Get out of my sight! And then Edge is like, Yeah, well... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he is like, he's like, starts to, and he gets in Vince's face and starts to try, and is intimidating, and you do see, like, Vince back down a little bit. And this is another instance where I, I can, where I think Vince is really noticing that it ha- that that Edge has the, a great crazy face. He's got that like zoinked out face with his eyes wide open. That's just great. And Vince is, and you you hope that Vince is going. I see great things in your future. <laughs> One uh, day, kid, you're gonna make it. Test versus Farouk. Yeah, Farouk wins. Uh, nice. Farouk wins by being a fucking hypocrite. You you might have to explain that, make fun of So during the match, Tess like Tess goes for a pin and puts his foot feet on the ropes. You know, classic heel tactic. And fucking Michael Cole on fucking commentary is like, oh he's cheating, he's cheating. Oh look at Tess, he's being a cheating jerk. And then fucking Farouk pins Tess and also puts his feet on the ropes. And I'm just like, you fucking fucking Michael Cole, shut the fuck up. Because Cole's like all, ah, oh, he's taking a test out of, like, he's taking Someone's a Someone's smoke alarm went off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Smoke alarm's going off. They're cooking downstairs. Oh, you're filming while your house is burning down, huh, Megafan? <laughs> That's yeah, brave exactly. of you. <laughs> but, uh, and, like, fucking, fucking, like, I'm so sick of, like, this shit. Like, in this match... Tess did this, and you were yelling at him about it, Michael Cole. Why is it okay for Farouk to do it? Fuck off. If he was really a babyface, he would have That's reverse racism. Oh. oh, my God. Oh. God, fucking stupid. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know why we're... Once we're again, another win here. Another example of we're still getting canceled. We're fucked. We, uh, were, we were already canceled to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, why was why did Farouk have to win this? I like, know. I get it. I like Farouk. I like Ron Simmons. In anger, Test big boots him. In anger, Test big boots him. Why didn't it have it like Test wins? He beats up on Farouk, and then Mark Henry comes in for the save. Yeah. Tess- also, also, wait, Farouk got Tess- hit. Farouk got slammed onto a car hood. He should be not in good shape coming into this match. That's a good point. Tess wasn't really selling that. Or Farouk. Or, I, I mean, uh, sorry, Farouk wasn't selling it. My fault. Fuck this, um, fuck this match. This it, is, it is very weird to have the APA separated, but still use the moniker of it and still use the music. Yeah. I actually made the joke that it's... To be fair, that act- music's royalty-free. <laughs> I, or I did make the joke that it's one alkalite perception agency or OPA. Or OPA. Or OPA. All right. So, yeah. So that match, that was bad. I don't like it. Um, Stacy tells Triple H to be in Vince's office and Triple H just doesn't have a shirt on. And he's just jiggling his pecs. And Triple H is, is, is basically going... Hey, Stacy, can you flex your titties like I can? <laughs> Time to flex my tits. And he's like, I'll, I'll come see Vince when I want to. 
Vince won't get his blowjob from me. I want a blow, Jay. We don't know why we assume that Vince wanted a blowjob from Triple H, but that just was the joke. Uh, Bob Holly. Then we I got Triple H. I got two words for you. Suck it. I had to do it. I'm sorry. Uh, One of my balls yeah, is named Shane. We get an interview from Hardcore Holly. I don't even remember what about. And then DDP comes out and is just like, you're a miserable son of a bitch. I'm going to beat you up. Yeah. Uh, and that leads us into a match. Hardcore Holly says at one point, how do you like me now? How do you like which, me now? Which makes me think of the country song. I forget who did that song. It's, I think it's like Garth Brooks or Toby Keith or someone like that. Yeah, someone. This match is sponsored by Taco Bell. It is Toby Keith. It was Toby Keith. I was, I had it. Uh, yep. How do you like me now? So there's something very interesting about this match. And by interesting, I mean depressing. Yes. Yes. This is uh, this is the match that retired DDP from wrestling. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, due to a very like botched superplex spot, where like Taz or DDP landed on his neck wrong. What happened Taz, was like Holly Taz hit first. Again. Holly hit first, but like DDP slid a bit when he landed, and like I think it like compressed his neck or something. Yeah, and like when he wins the match, uh, DDP wins. He like he goes for like the yeah no wait I think Holly wins and then yeah Holly Holly won Holly won with uh, I'm not sure what he won with honestly did he win with Alabama I know he might have won with Alabama but um like DDP does like a post match actually no he just won with his drop kick that's what it was yeah he won with a drop kick hey won with the drop kick yeah that makes sense. So he hits like the post match diamond cutter and then he goes for like a cheer. He's like, ah, ah, like he just fucking starts grabbing his neck and rubbing it. It's like, oh man. Yeah, he's in a lot of fucking pain. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, the drop, because I, it, it does actually make sense because like the drop kick is probably a much safer spot because like you're the one taking the bump and you're not like being driven because the Alabama slime, you're being driven into the mat. So like that, yeah. would, that would just make it. The, I mean, taking the bump either way is going to make it bad, worse, but at least, like, with taking your, with you taking the bump yourself, you can control it a little better. How much, how much force you're, you're, you're giving yourself the bump with, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has to get several neck surgeries after this. Oh, I think, I think Mega Fight. I think originally Mega Fight. I think you kind of had this assumption that that Holly was the one that caused an injury. But I, I mean, it's an it's a safe assumption with Holly. But no, it was just kind of a it was just a general accident. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah, there was a, there was a point during the match that uh, Taz actually said that he and Ho Holly had a miserable conversation. <laughs> Which sounds like just like Taz and Bob Holly just talking about things that suck. Like, man, fuck the sky. Sky sucks. I hate the sun. <laughs> the sun sucks. Fuck the moon. These two guys just talking about how much they hate everything around them. 
So yeah, Broken Necks brought to us by Taco Bell. And then we get a we get a uh, brother Devon promo. Yeah, with generic church music. He has yet gotten the uh, gotten the the gospel choir theme. So we are, but we are seeing like it, it just happens with this, and we it are was just, just like Devon explaining his character change to the crowd. We are, we yeah. are just in the thick of Brother Devon now. I'm a prophet. For the Mr. McMahon, a wealthy man, a kind man. Give me your money. Give me your money. Even though you already paid right. Vince, your ticket, your ticket fee. Give me your money. Give me your money. My prophet is all American, Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith, American Moses. <laughs> My prophet is getting your money. Ah, uh, $5 for popcorn. Testify. <laughs> and I think, yeah, Ali was talking about this while we were watching it. It really does seem like... Just like, because Devon said testify. Yeah, because it's like he didn't get... It's like he didn't really get why um, Devon said that. Because it's it's basically, by saying testify, he's just saying preach. That's what it is. It's... But but Vince hears it and is like, that sounds church. It is literally like just stuff. Devon just, you know, going like, you know, and that's the, what am I thinking of? It's pretty much Devon just going, you know, like, tell it, brother, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that Preach kind of it, thing. brother. It's a, it's a slang term. It's just, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And it, it, uh, it, it's not, it, it's not, just because just because it's something that yes it is said it is one of those stereotypes you think from like when uh, when you see like a black people in like a black church that you might hear that yes but it's that's not what it's that's not what that was it has nothing to do with that that's separate Bubba Ray spitting straight facts preach you know yeah exactly So yeah, so that then it ends with like him grabbing like the collection basket and kind of like demanding money. Everyone gives like little bills over, like the like one dollar bills. Most stuff. likely plants, because I hate how anyone's actually. Here's a weird thing. Jericho that would changed... be really weird if real people actually decided to give him money. Jericho changed his pants. Jericho changed his clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why he couldn't wrestle on the checkerboard. Uh, so Allie's disappointed because he can't play more Scott Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we got we got our main event tag match for for SmackDown: Chris Jericho and Kurt Angle versus Hulk Hogan Triple H. Oh yeah, there was that where uh, our eyes Kurt... are fucked again. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, there was the Kurt the Kurt um Kurt Jericho program we we didn't we didn't talk about. It was just basically strategy discussion. Uh, there was actually a point where Kurt was running to Jericho. And Chris said, scream about it, baby. I was like, that's a little weird. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> no, no, you got to stop. You got to stop. Uh. <laughs> and yes, we got our main event tag match of Triple H and Hogan versus Angle and Jericho. Uh at one point, Triple H deep pants angle again. Use yep. your ass. 
But uh, sadly, Kurt Angle is not going 100% because he's got to be gentle around Hogan. So that kind of like... Yeah, you can kind of tell he's being careful. I don't know if it's just me, but that's what I think it is. Yeah, it's, so like, whenever, are... it's like whenever he wrestles like the old like people, cer- certain people... I mean, I, uh, Hogan, it makes sense because Hogan is really broken up. But like I said, again, with Ric Flair, Ric Flair was in wasn't completely broken down at this point and even like yeah like i said even in his 60s he was taking bumps like a champ he didn't need like he easily it's not like he couldn't take the bumps like he he wanted to take the bumps you could tell he 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 was doing it so like i don't know why he felt the need to be gentle with rick like hogan makes sense I think he was also that way with, like, McMahon a few times, too. The gimmick in this match is just the fact that, like, Hogan and Triple H can't see eye to eye. And, like, fighting between, like, like things. Yeah, and, and eventually when we get towards the end of the match, uh, they're, uh, they're, uh, Tim White just gets completely thrown out and it just is just out for the rest of the... the uh, and the match, no bell rung, no nothing. The match just breaks down completely at this point. And uh, I think Jericho brings in the chair, and eventually um, Hogan gets hold of the chair, and Triple H is holding Kurt. He's he's you know he's got his arms behind his back, and then Kurt breaks free as Hogan swings. So invert, so accidentally, basically Hogan belts Triple H in the face. And then and we like, get the oh, whole no. thing. Where... Yeah, and then we get the whole thing later where Triple H is like, "You did that on purpose," and 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 blast Hogan in the face. And then basically, then that's when the that's when the show ends is with with Triple H basically staring down a prone Hogan. And that's SmackDown. Yep, uh, SmackDown. What was the better All show right. this week? I'd still say generally that this was a tough one to decide which one the better show Both was. Both were on. worse than last week. Both were worse than last week. I would say SmackDown probably wins out though. Yeah, it helped. I think one of the things is like one of the things I generally seem to know is about SmackDown. I take less notes for SmackDown, but I guess it seems like there's just generally more action on SmackDown and really Raw is just the show where all a lot of the promos happen. Yeah. A lot of the entertainment stuff and it's just you know, it's I like the better wrestling of SmackDown. Although I don't know, maybe maybe Raw had the better matches this week. I mean they did have Rob Van Dam and Spike Dudley. They did have Big Show and Stan Stasiak, although they also also did have Crash versus Jacqueline, which was pointless. Um <laughs> I do like the matches on Raw a little bit more, but I don't know which one to go for. Yeah. I'm going to put my vote into for SmackDown. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with SmackDown. I'll, I'll say Raw, it... but majority rules with SmackDown. Yeah, majority rules SmackDown. Okay. Yeah, I keep I, forgetting about that really before... long segment at the beginning. Yeah, and also, that's probably also what's tipping me towards SmackDown is it didn't start with a really long-ass fucking segment. <laughs> yeah. It has long segments, but they were mostly interspersed. Yeah, the Raw was a bit more entertaining in a way because it, 
had we were joking around more about it. But SmackDown is generally, I think, had the better balance of promo of act and action. Anyway, right, so uh, the award MVP. Uh, well, better show was our first award. Now for MVP, RVD. RVD. I'd say yeah, RVD. RVD. He had he had the a good performance, and he also had a really entertaining segment selling a slushy. So drink this slushy. Yes. Underrated. Uh, can I just go for the uh, for the fucking lame answer? Test. No. Okay, um, I want to give it to DDP. You want to give it to DDP because he broke his fucking neck. Yeah, you know what? Point. You know what? For those, he was kind of he was kind of underrated. For it's this his, whole it's time. his last. It's his last. It's his last show. We'll give it to him. Yeah, DDP is underrated. I was, I was thinking to Jerry because he did really well too, but at the same time, yeah, DDP. I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, this so uh, this is this is like his consolation prize. Uh, I'm sure he's happy about that. Wow, I can't believe Rassel Boys listed me under underrated for one week. (laughs) Find my yoga. That's not not a bad thing. I think we've given him underrated before. He's probably won underrated before. He he might have won. I think he he might have won it No Way Out. I don't know. He might have. He might have gotten MVP one week. Maybe. Probably not. Kurt Angle probably won that week. You're thinking of (laughs) Kurt Angle wins every week. Uh, so, s- sign of the week. This one's hard. Uh, the new, probably just because you were talking about them, the Nuka Cola thing. The new, the, Nuka Cola. Nuka Cola. Nuka Nuka World Order. Uh, what do you Nuka think, Allie? I don't know if I liked that sign. <laughs> I just found it fascinating. Um, it was very fascinating. Uh, I, I assume it's not going to be Rob is gay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rob hasn't commented on that yet. Rob needs to comment on that or we're giving it to it. <laughs> um I I think the I think the I don't know just because it was so random and weird. I like I I I want to go back to X-Pac. I want my underoos back. Okay. You know what? Fine. I think that can work. And uh the Y segment of the week. We haven't discussed uh, this yet. <laughs> I was, you know, I was thinking about this and thinking, like, in a sense, yeah, why did Hogan need to come out when we already saw him in that opening uh, segment with Vince? But at the same time, if we're if we're going by worse, easily the raw promo that's the, the raw the opening segment, raw promo where so everybody it's the raw has opening to come segment out and, and not Undertaker just. Sneaking up on Deborah, <laughs> you know what? That's even that's even more of a why. Yeah, actually, yes. Sneaking on, sneaking up on Deborah. Yes, that's actually a really good one. It, even though it was short, it was it. There's it, nothing. It, it been, the nothing. why isn't really the worst segment per se. It's the segment that shouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah, and, and if and if there is any segment that shouldn't exist, it's Undertaker stalking Deborah and then getting splashed of coffee. Because nothing happened about it. Yeah, nothing my, happened. My two thousand alert is a cheat. It is all purpose cat cultural cat girl nuku nuku. Even though that was like a nineties thing, but it just feels very two thousands otaku. Yes. Uh, puppies versus pigeons count. This time it's Jerry Lawler's victory, four to one. 
Yeah, Lawler won. Lawler won out this time. And, uh, is that everything? I think so. Yes. Yes. That yep, is Rassle Boys. That was Rassle Boys for this week. We got Backlash coming up. Yep. We will see you at Backlash, of course. There will be but you... just a Backlash. And you oh. will... And you will see us on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere Overcast, you can find a podcast. Pretty Overcast. much most things, as long as it's not SoundCloud. As long as it's not SoundCloud. We're not on SoundCloud. You will not see us on SoundCloud. And also, you can find us at Boy, uh, WordPress.com, WrestleBoysPod. So between last episode and this episode, Megafighter's already written three fucking articles on my fucking website. <laughs> like entire articles that people can go fucking read. <laughs> you can read. You can go see Rassel Booking, where I do fantasy booking stuff. Also, stay tuned for some top tens I might drop in every once in a while. You're, you're gonna It'll love be, them. They're not gonna you, be what you think. <laughs> they're not gonna be what you think. No spoilers. Yes. No spoilers. <laughs> oh, and potentially there might be a, a little podcast that Ali thought up where. We're going to spring something on each other to watch. Don't confirm it on the podcast. Yeah, we don't know if it's going to happen or not. We're we're in development stage here. You know what? You're fired again. Yeah, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Oh, I'm fired again. And don't come back. (laughs) Please let me keep my job. You don't have a job. You're just. Why are you here? Who hired you? <laughs> anyway, so I think that should uh, do it. Um, As we always say on Rassle Boys, see ya, Backlash. Ah, oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs>